This podcast shines light on strong and talented women who excel and persevere in life while bathing in abundant self-love. So if you're ready to keep it real, level up in all your inner work, creative business, and community impact, then you've come to the right place because we provide you with content that helps your soul glow and your mind grow. Thank you for pressing play. Let's dive in. Hey, Stuck Community, uh, Stuck Founder Brett Sims here back again with another episode. Um, so it's been a minute since I have been on here chatting with you lovely humans out here. Um, and, you know, I think that rightly so, this podcast is a bit um, of a slower kind of um, pod. We want to have really like thought out really deep, um, you know, discussions when we do release episodes. So thank you for vibing with us and thank you for being here. Um, So to set the mood, I am right now sitting outside. The sun is directly shining in front of my face. I'm sitting at my fire pit. I have my journal in my lap here because I wrote some notes so that I don't forget anything that I'm going to say to you, beautiful souls. And, um, and then I also have my tea here. I have the ginger, um, apple tea that I'm drinking and, um, and then yeah, I have a little herb action going on too. <laughs> so I hope you're having an amazing, peaceful day or night, wherever you are. Um, and today I really wanted to talk to you guys about my personal self-love journey because I was thinking like, what? I've told you guys all this stuff on this podcast. We've had so many amazing, deep conversations, but I've never really just like um, in one episode kind of laid out, um, you know, what my self journey looks, what, what, what my self love journey looks like, you know, what my process, um, has kind of looked like. And I just wanted it all in kind of one space, um, you know, paraphrased as, as much as I can. Um, but I think that it can definitely serve as guidance for anyone who is, you know, new to this self-love journey, new to integrating, um, you know, self-love journey within the journey of like your business or your career or your job um, or your work path, whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, I hope you can resonate with my story and um that it maybe sparks some inspiration or motivation within your own path. Um, So yeah, this past weekend, I went to my family vacation home, which is in Sea Ranch, California, which is just like the most magical place. Um, It is, man, it just like embodies everything that I love. And we go there often and it's just such like a restart and a reset for me. It resets my mind, my heart, my body, my soul. It's like something about the ocean 
and and the ocean air and the and the and the forest and the sand and all of it, all of it, all of it, just all of it. Um, so it's great, and I just feel so renewed and restored. And I always, you know, I want to talk to you guys always from my most like renewed and restored, you know, space and place. Like I don't want to half-ass this. I don't want to come to you half empty, you know, half full with half dreams or half visions. I really want to speak to you guys from you know the fullness of my heart, from the presence of my being, and to really pour love into this community, into this container, into this safe space that we have here um, as a step community. So yeah, just nothing feels more like love to me really than being surrounded by, you know, the sunshine, love, the ocean breeze. Um, and even like right now, you know, when I'm, when I'm sitting outside the heart, the sun is like directly shining on my heart and it feels so warm. And so that reminds me, you know, of like the importance of, you know, the heart chakra and the heart chakra is so important in my self-love journey and it's also very important to stuck because I don't know if you are aware, but the name um, stuck actually comes from the heart chakra. And actually, I mean, I found this out after naming it, but anahata is actually what the heart chakra means um, in Sanskrit, I believe. Um, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I think that's correct. And, you know, because when you open your heart and play self-love first you become you know really you can become that strong talented knowledgeable full authentic human you know um rather than when your heart is closed and heart chakra anahata the actual literal meaning of it is unstuck um to you know unstick yourself and i think that you know, that's so interesting because it, it's just such a unique play on words because stuck, like, you know, it, you you would think it just means like, oh, uh, like stay, being stuck in, in some place that I don't want to. And many times in our lives, you know, it can feel that way. It can feel like that kind of ugh, that depressing sludge, you know, that we all get stuck in. Um, and that's happened to me many times along my journey and in, in my life. And, you know, you just feel that like, ugh stuck but you know when we can think of like wow wait but the heart chakra this beautiful like chakra in our chest that like radiates especially when light is shining down on it wow like so that means unstuck you know so it's like we have the ability to really tap in to our heart chakra open our hearts and unstick ourselves you know through through any situation throughout any situation i call um love like the vehicle that can move us through the matrix you know it is like this invisible like um car you know moving car that can move us through um, and on Amazon right now, I'm actually watching a show called The Peripheral. And it <laughs> there's like actually these cars that can, you know, go invisible and, and move throughout, you know, the system that is the Matrix. And um, yeah, so it just made me think about that. Great show if you guys are looking for a show recommendation. Um, the Peripheral on Amazon Prime. Bomb. Um, so anyway, <laughs> back to the point. Um, 
the heart chakra like when you can really start when you kind of start learning what the chakra is tapping in to you know um, the beauty that is um, like yoga or meditation um, then you understand like how everything is really connected and you can understand the power of like um, the heart and the difference between when it is closed um, versus when it is open and expansive and ready to learn and ready to um, give and receive in equal and abundant balance. Um, so it's just so interesting, you know, um, the name is stuck because I think that, you know, technically it has this connotation of meaning, you know, like unmovable, um, like I don't want to be there, but I think it's beautiful how we've reframed it. And, you know, because you can be stuck in determination you can be really deeply focused and stuck in that you can be like stuck on a study or stuck on travel or you know and you can be stuck on love you can be stuck on evolution you can be stuck on growth self-preservation you can be um, stuck on self-awareness you know and, and learning um, and education um, you can be stuck on teaching art you know on, on um, serving on giving on spreading love so it's just interesting that we can you know we can flip it very easily and so we very much you know like we want to stick girls to higher purpose instead of seeing them stuck in toxic jobs in in toxic relationships and toxic environments and you know I think the the reason why I do all that I do is definitely you know because of of my self-love journey and my self-love path like I want it to be easier for the next girl I want it to be easier for the next woman I want people to be able to walk through it in more grace because you know during my journey I really didn't have any tools or resources and kind of had to figure them up and pick them up along the way so um yeah my self-love journey definitely began when I was a bit older I was in college and I had no idea really about self-love I don't think like I Nah, which just wasn't something that was really discussed. Love, of course, was discussed. And I just remember growing up, like I was always just obsessed with love and love movies. And I just love love like I still do. I'm a Taurus moon. You know, it's my vibe. <laughs> um, but, you know, so it, I, I had a sense of it, but not I didn't understand what self-love was until I got to college. And um, and then, you know. I think it also just was not a part in any way of society. It wasn't integrated within our culture. I think now it's slowly, slowly beginning to integrate within our culture and becoming not so much of like a stigma point to to touch upon and to talk about. Um, but yeah, back then, you know, health, health, mental health just wasn't discussed. Consciousness definitely wasn't discussed. Self-love was not talked about. Um, but luckily I had amazing college roommates who were all on the same vibe, all on the same page, all on the same journey as me. So we really like evolved together and we like provided tools, books, classes, seminars, parties, um, connections with people that we needed, you know, to, to more fluidly move along our paths. And I really think that we, you know, um, I don't know if all of them started their self-love journeys in college, but we definitely w walked 
the journey together. And so that's how I know firsthand how powerful, you know, um, just having support along the self-love journey is, especially, um, you know, with other, in community with other women. Um, so, you know, I think that we individually had our own self-love journeys, like, um, for like we would read individual books for example one of my roommates ash francis she read um new earth by eckhart tolle and then like loved it and you know was on oprah's book club and she was just blown away and then so she had me read that and then you know that sparked my consciousness journey um after i started reading um eat pray love but i'll get to that let me get to the point <laughs> um so yeah it just it, it made it a lot easier, I think, just to have other other women who were like awake, aware, conscious of themselves, how they want to grow, how they want to make an impact on the world. And, you know, being experiencing that around like, you know, 18 or so, I just I kind of felt like that was the norm. Like that's just how all women are. That's just how all people are, you know? And I had to learn the really hard way that so that that's really not the case. And it was definitely a rarity. And um, I think something that really aided in how each of us can lead because in our own rights, we are each, you know, leaders, all four um, roommates. So um, yeah, when I was in college um, at LMU, Loyola Marymount University, if you're curious, um, I made an active decision to really hop on the journey that is self-love. And me and uh, my best friend, Stacy, who I do the Fempreneur Friday uh, podcast with, I've heard, I'm sure you guys have heard us tell this story many times before here and there. Um, but yeah, we really did come up with a name of stuck on our dorm room floor, but it was so much more than that. Like that night that we kind of um, had this kind of powwow or discussion and it, I to me it just feels like we really made a decision that night to to walk a higher path to walk a path of self-love um we I remember we were just on the floor we had all of our journals out all of our writings out and we were just brainstorming um you know and that's how like you know we were literally stuck on a name and then Stacey was like stuck let's call it stuck um and so you know and that was just how it it evolved as as a as a standpoint for community as, as a as a foundation for community so I think part one for sure of of the self-love journey is foundation like you want to establish a solid foundation point um an energetic foundation point like for your journey for your vision for your dream and i think when we were on that dorm room living room floor um and we were just like sort of, we have pictures of it too photos of it actually we've shared on our femtenor friday instagram on the in the highlights um and you can check that out but yeah it's it's just interesting because we literally like wrote out you know a plan about 12 years ago or so um you know of of what we're doing now of what we're up to now and um i think that that says a lot about 
the power of planning, the power of foundation, the power of writing, the power of speaking things into existence, and also, you know, the power of community and coming together with like-minded people who get it, who get that you have a vision and like that they have one too, and they want to celebrate it with you, and they're excited to map it out with you and, and plan it out with you, and um, and it elevates your vibration and it elevates theirs, and it just and then and then the world. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I digress. Um, so we had all these, you know, um, ideas laid out and it was, yeah, we, ch- we chose our higher selves. We chose to walk a path um, to self-love that night. And I remember she had me do this one activity um, and we talk about our, you know, various activities and practices and tools we use on the Fempreneur Friday podcast. But she had me write out, um, Stacey had me write me out, write out like in my journal, uh, basically everything that happened in my past, like everything that I could remember, um, you know, kind of like traumatic, otherwise, whatever, since I was little, like just the, you know, the, the milestones, the main memories. And um, it took a while. I probably filled up a whole journal. Um, and it took me a while to write it out. So when we were on the living room floor, this is also what was, you know, laid out on the floor. But it really, you know, brought up a lot of feelings but also clarity for me and this is also why I say you know why we as a company promote our stuck manifestation journal because you know it's so important to write um writing is I think the number one it's just like tool of of, of ascension of self-love of consciousness of just like grounding in general you know even if you don't believe in anything woo woo um how about it just grounds you you know um so yeah, I just really wrote out everything that I could remember, you know, from from my past. I and I didn't know that I was holding on to so much. I didn't know that I was suppressing so much. Um and then I also found weird uh, weird things like I had holes in my memory like that I couldn't pull up and um, I had like a block of my childhood that I didn't remember and I had to like go back and figure that out too. So I think that, um, Uh, but coming to the realization that I did actually have a memory block um, due to trauma in my childhood, that led me to that also gave me like paved kind of like a way um, down my path to self-love because I I realized then like wow okay there's some things I have to figure out here like there's some things that are not quite aligning and I think when you write out your past um, when you write out all that you've been through you can see which aspects of yourself which aspects of your life are within alignment and, and and what's without and what just doesn't really match up because you know at that time I had this like very um very idyllic kind of external view of of like my family structure you know it just from the outside looking in it was just very much like picture perfect and you know if and you know if you can look back on this podcast that's not actually the case but it just seemed that way and there was just so much covered up that I hadn't delved into yet I didn't even know like where to start to delve into yet um because there were just a lot of you know untruths a lot of conversations that needed to be had and um and you know such as the journey of self sometimes such as the journey of figuring out your own path and and like working out what 
your kinks are in your family and what you know what needs to be kind of smoothed out and ironed out so that you can move to your next level so that in your own family structure like you aren't repeating these things so that you know you don't have like the same patterns of divorce or patterns of emotional abuse which is like what is what runs rampant in my family um it put a huge spotlight i think on just the fact that there's something there was something missing there was like a void or something lacking and i couldn't figure it out and i feel like for the longest time on my journey like i was trying to figure out what this thing was like what what is this thing in me that i feel like needs to be figured out what is it and then i remember like my goal you know in this because I think when you're mapping out, you know, a plan and, and a foundation at the beginning of your self-love journey, it's important to like really have a have a goal. Like, where do you want to be? Where do you see yourself? Where do you see this? What do you see this manifesting into? Um, and I just really remember I wanted to know and love every aspect of my whole self. And this kind of coming to this realization and finding out that there were like blocks in my memory and this and that and and wonkiness within my own family then I realized like oh okay well in order to do that in order to really love each and every aspect of myself so then I can you know then love each and every aspect of my own family structure that I want to create I first need to like go back and figure out you know what what's off in the family that I came from and how can I um and how can how can I heal that within my family structure and within myself? Because, you know, I want positivity and love within my home. I want, you know, self-love to thrive within my kids. I want self-love to thrive within everyone that I am with. Because when you love yourself, you can love the whole world. It, it, that love vibrates and expands all around you like a, like a bubble and a shield of protection, you know, as I've said before, especially in the Do You um, <laughs> episode. I uh, really go in on that. <laughs> so anyway... Um, and so I really wanted to read this little snippet um, for you guys of the very first journal that I started once I, you know, made this decision to walk on the self-love journey. And this, um, you know, this piece, I feel like it just really serves as my foundation and, and the choice that I made. So um, as an example, I'll read a little bit of this. Um, and this was written um, March 5th, 2008. And I was 20 years old. Um, I have decided to write in an effort to clear my head. At 20, I've come to the realization that I have a personality that is prone to panic and anxiety. I want to strengthen, I want to straighten things out because I feel like fear really limits the way in which I live my life. For some reason, I lack a great deal of confidence and I feel like I don't deserve the good things that God throws at me. It's really frustrating because there's no specific reason why I should not love myself completely. But after everything I've been through, I still don't. I feel like I if I feel like if I don't begin to write down now, my emotions will build up and my feelings will just eat me alive. Maybe I should begin with figuring out what I want. What are my goals? What I know? I know who I am. I just need to figure out where I want to be. I want to completely own who I am and love who I am so much 
that no one can ever bring me down or break me no matter how much they are mean to me. Basically, it's time for me to do me. (laughs) And so that is my first um, entry that I wrote. And, um, and yeah, I think that's a good example of part one on the self-love journey, the foundation. All right. So what is part two, you ask? Um, and part two is, is, is the dream, the plan. Um, once you have a foundation, I think you can like start, start walking in, in the vision of it and envisioning, um, you know, a more abundant life full of self-love basically um because you know once i made the decision to actually love myself first i had to really map out a plan to actively integrate that within every area of my life and my purpose and i was already working on stuck as a concept when um you know when i really when I began my self-love journey, I was like in a silk screening class in college and I was already printing t-shirts and, you know, the idea of stuff was already rolling. Um, but then in a graphic design class, I actually got an assignment to redesign a book cover for the book Eat, Pray, Love by Elizabeth Gilbert. And this was the first book that completely changed my life um, in a and and started my self-love journey for sure um and it's just all about you know a a woman's evolutionary journey after she like gets divorced and restarts her life from the ground up um I think she's like in her 40s at the time when she does it um but it really just showed me that anything's possible and that you can rebuild your life in whatever magical way that you choose you can go whatever path you want she journeys to different countries and she has a theme in each country and she eats praise and loves in each country and Please don't think that I'm talking about the movie when I speak about this. (laughs) I'm not talking about that terrible movie. I'm talking about the book. The book is phenomenal and um, I read it long before the movie came out. So I would just read the book and rely on that as a resource um, if you, you know, need some guidance on your self-love journey. So once I read this book, I started really just combining concepts that, you know, I learned um, in You Pray Love and that um, I was building with uh, the concept of stuff, which was my senior thesis, you know, at the time. And I think that I realized once I was, so when I was in college, this decision to like let myself happen when I was about in my junior year um, in like two, one, 2008. So I was like, you know, this is new. This whole loving myself thing is really great. And I was really hyped about it <laughs> initially because I think it is an, an easy initial decision. The aftermath is really like the hard part because the aftermath, it's like a tsunami of weird behaviors come up and erupt from people, you know, who are not in their authentic power, who um, basically benefited from you just playing small and you know and it's just like a lot of awkwardness can arise because people aren't familiar with this new version of you people aren't 
used to the version of you that respects yourself, that doesn't tolerate any type of, you know, toxic behavior or being spoken down to or be being spoken over, you know, like people aren't used to having to, um, you know, act in new ways around you yet. So it creates a bit of chaos, I think, at first um, when you when you step into new levels of self-love and self-love is a lifelong journey so I think you're always going to rise to new levels of self-love and that it will always create you know um, disruptions and you know as I as I say often the purpose of art is to uh, you know disturb or disrupt the comforted you know and comfort the disturbed and I think that um self-love is is very it's creative it's an art it's a loving yourself is an art and I think it can create some disruption sometimes but not all disruption is bad and chaos is often a ladder and you know you just have to kind of trust the flow and the, the path of your life and of that disruption and what is showing you because you know um, certain people will fall away for sure um, in your life when you know when when basically they're used to operating at a certain level around you and you're no longer tolerating that level like when you raise your frequency you know sometimes you're not going to vibrate anymore with people who were um you know who are on the other the, the the another frequency who are in your past frequency that you've elevated um beyond basically um so yeah i remember like in college i had a group of i i was you know, I was one of those party girls in college. I just one of that went to the mall every Friday to buy a new dress to go out every weekend and take pictures and just do the basic LA thing. Um, and after I kind of, you know, started reading Eat, Pray, Love and kind of started delving into consciousness more, um, that shifted for me. And I started hanging out with people who more so just like celebrated my presence and not just like what I provided for them, like at parties and this and that. And um, so, you know, I had to let the old fall away. Um, and also the old falls away by lack of attention. So the less you really like give all of that old toxic stuff, all that old negativity attention, the more easily it just falls away. And then new people start coming, new people who really like want to celebrate your presence in your life and your being and want to build and create with you um, flow in once you create space and boundaries, you know, create space. You know, it's. I think it's definitely um, a blessing to have worked on stuck the idea of stuck since college because you know self-love has always been a struggle to me that's why I decided to do it because I would always put other people you know above me and um, beyond me I think it's even still a struggle within like this nonprofit sector and the fact that I just want to give 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 and give sometimes and sometimes I have to just pull back and make sure that you know we are receiving you know um, a, an equitable amount and that we're being poured into um, as well so you know it's always a constant um, balance and a constant um, practice I think self-love is um <clears throat> but working with stuck and moving through my own self-love journey has really been a guiding post for me I think like I envision um stuck designs just like in my head or in my visual image as like a lighthouse and when I'm in like the dark or when I'm in a storm or when I can't see my way out um it or you know and 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 
in that I just forget to love myself and especially forget to love myself first um the light of it the light that Stucky is it just always brings me back it like brings me back to shore um and especially like through my art especially when I'm using art as like that vehicle um so yes foundation is is super key and then um we had the plan and the dream and the vision um because I think when you know you can like envision you know like I said the like lighthouse thing and maybe that's a silly visual to some people but I think if you can hold visuals like that with with whatever you're moving towards with whatever your manifestation is or your dream company or whatever it is um yeah visuals help to pull you there to guide you closer to it um and I really believe that my consciousness came, I think, it came after I decided to love myself. Um, I chose to love myself before I became conscious because I loved myself as a practice. And then the more I did it, it's like impossible to not come into conscious awareness and not come into mindfulness. Um, the more you are, you know, actively every day practicing self-love and what does practicing self-love look, look like? That means, you know, doing your affirmations, writing in your journal. That means self-actively doing self-care things, participating in self-care Sundays, maybe giving yourself baths, walks, grounding. It just means loving yourself up. Um, and so when you're continually doing those practices, I think it's impossible not to come into conscious awareness of all that you are, of all that life is, because you are celebrating your own light and your life force um, within. That is self-love. Um, so I think that for me, um, part three in my journey would really be like, tests, learning tests, and, um, you know, turning those, those tests into lessons. And I think along the journey, um, relationships really served as my biggest test. Um, and they, but at the same time, you know, like tests can ultimately be your biggest teachers and, um, people that you're in a relationship with can be a, can be your biggest teachers, um, at times. And, uh, I remember one particularly dark night of the soul happened when I was in college and it was like, um, actually, no, sorry, this was after, this was after, you know, I graduated, was, had been walking, you know, in self-love, but I was still in a kind of toxic, um, relationship. And I remember we broke up one night, um, and it was just a really dark night and we got in an argument. He completely shut off emotionally and that just really caused me deep-seated pain and trauma and but also at that same moment of time it um caused me to completely detach uh from the toxic clinging that that was and the moment I detached I also woke up to my own awareness to my consciousness to my self-love to like wait what am I doing you know like I'm amazing why, why am I doing this um so I think like that was that was the end of like a really toxic four-year college relationship that I had and um yeah it was very off and on it was very unstable it was very um tumultuous and 
Um, but then, you know, there was also, it was just very, there was a lot of like love too. And I learned a lot in it. And I think that, you know, along this journey, like it's not hard. There, it's rocky. Like there's going to be tests after test after, and if you don't have to call them tests, you can just think of them as things that happen in life or just like um, maybe obstacles, but really they're just part of things that happen along the journey, like things that, um, you know, places that the road goes. And I think that when we can take hard things like hard hard breakups like heartbreak that feels like we're never gonna overcome it like when we can take those um really hard things as you know as lessons as healing as um tools and turn them into art you know turn them into pot like podcasts this is me transforming you know my pain into um an art form so i think that you know, it's obviously not easy to do right when these situations happen. Like I'm speaking of a situation that happened like, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago, something like that. And um, it really just, it you know, the, the situations that kind of like hurt so bad that just break your heart open. But like I was speaking about before with Anahata, um, you know, the heart chakra, like when you, when your heart kind of gets broken open, um, you know, due to heartbreak it's like we always have the opportunity to take it as a lesson to take it as something like that can benefit us and and we can grow from and that can open our heart and expand it more or we can have you know make the choice of fear and to shut off and I think that I've had probably too many heartbreaks account but also I've my heart is so much more expansive because I have and because I have the ability to, you know, walk away when things are toxic or walk away when I'm disrespected or to just know my worth and to know, you know, um, who, I, who and what I deserve when it does come to relationships. But I think that I view relationships as spiritual practice. I think that they teach us so much about ourselves and our path and our life and our journey. So, um, yeah, each one I definitely view like that and um and i've spoken about one in the in a previous uh, hot solo podcast episode so you can check that out um and i talked about it in the healing emotional abuse through art um episode i think that's what it's called <laughs> sorry if i messed up that name a little bit but you get the point. Um, all right. Where am I? So, yeah, I think that, you know, tests are important. And then, yeah, learning the lesson and also taking forgiveness, you know, um, hand in hand with that lesson, because it's like once you can forgive, you know, forgiveness is really about serving you it's a part of self-love because it really frees you your mind your heart your your consciousness your any guilt any shame any blame um and it lifts and clears energy and I think once you can forgive then you can really then it's easy to see what what the lesson was in in hard things in life in in maybe like betrayals and maybe like breakups and maybe in, in friendship breakups because friendship breakups hurt too, you know? Um, all ships matter, as some say. <laughs> um, and so I think, you know, it's just like, 
it's just a process and sometimes you'll fail and sometimes you'll you'll be on the path and know all the right things to do but it's hard to actually do the thing because you're still practicing and learning and you're still falling and getting back up again and you know and I've had many relationships where I've like abandoned myself and um you know just forgotten to like love myself and keep and I I tend to put people on a at a pedestal and on a, on a very high ladder and you know and then it takes me a minute to be like whoa wait why did I put this person all up here where 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 am I where am I pouring into myself you know and and how is this person pouring into me and is this equal and it took a long time for me to I think master these questions and ask the right questions and um and, and and because of that, I think to to find the right person and to to have the right people around, um, I think it took me a lot of adjusting because um, I really want people around me who you know are for me and who want to celebrate me just as much as I want to celebrate them and be there for them but also like who understand you know that I do have a higher purpose and a higher calling and that you know, that my gift does come first a lot of the time. Um, so I think that as you evolve and elevate, you know, you, your relationships must also because you're moving in a different way. Um, so yes, forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness. It'll help free your soul. It'll help set your soul free as one of the stuck girl illustrations says. Um, what is next? Okay, next we have, I don't even know what part we're on anymore, guys. <laughs> Five or six, anyway. We're on um, integration. Next is integration. And it's like, what I mean by that is integrating practice of self-love um, and loving yourself out loud with confidence um, because I think that that is a part of the integration um, process and I think it's like loving yourself radically radical self-love loving yourself um, revolutionary in a revolutionary way um, in a renaissance kind of way it's just um, that vibrant bold self-love because I think at the beginning of my journey um, at, at you know starting out levels of self-love um, you know it was very hard for me I was really like I was really I wasn't I mean I guess you could say I was shy but it was more so because I was just like an empath and I could really keenly feel people's emotions and feelings and what you know they're doing and how they're moving and I can I'm, I'm very um perceptive of um and aware of people and um so I never want people to feel any type of way around me really in the past I didn't um so I would really just like make concessions for others. I would make compromise. I was compromising myself for the um, comfort of others. And I would really be quiet about my self-love and not really be loud about it and like feel like I almost had to hide it. And um, I think, you know, at each kind of level of my self-love journey, I had to... I had to mask off, you know, a bit again and a bit again, like, and be like, hey, no, this is me and I do love myself. And like, if you're not cool with that, like, you don't have to walk this journey with me. You don't have to be, get in my way. You don't need to be a part of this. Like, um, that's just how it, you know, had kind of um, 
progressed and you know I think I was always just shy about like keeping the peace I grew up in a household where I had to definitely like walk on eggshells um, around people I would always get in trouble for like nothing just like yell that and so I think I just had that fear for so long that people would you know react to me the way that my own family had so that you know it so that I like I, I had like almost like a fear or just like um hesitation I think to um be more vocal about my self-love um but yeah that changed I think um I mean I think it just changed as as I evolved as I grew um as I grew into myself as I grew into my self-confidence um but I think that the more you do do that the more you close yourself off to kind of like keep the peace quote unquote you know um to keep others calm or to keep others off your back I think that the more you stay small like that you just stay in this like manufactured box of their expectations you know that they want to put you in and keep you in and the more it becomes difficult to escape that box um you know the, the more you put your authentic self on the back burner the more you put the things you love on the back burner uh, the more you put how you want to do you to the fullest on the back burner um so uh, so yeah i think like you know that the integration part is really important and it's and it's about being loud about it it's about knowing that it is okay to love yourself and that it is not some crazy narcissistic thing and in fact it is very healing and you know and it leads to more giving it leads to more generosity it leads to you know better businesses it leads to better community connections um you know because it gives us a deep internal respect for ourselves and then we can radiate that same love to everyone else since we are all mirrors. We are all reflections of one another. Um, we are all united as the U and stuck stands for, like I always say. Um, but yeah, I think that, you know, I'd say the final, the final like piece, you know, of, of this never ending puzzle <laughs> <laughs> which sounds like such a paradox I know but for me right now maybe I should just say like where I'm at um is level up leveling up the love you know like and I think that like you we we get it's like we work 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 heal 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 you know we get to a certain level and then you know, we stabilize on that level, we ground on that level, we give gratitude on that level, and then we keep leveling up the love. We keep, you know, expanding um, the spread of love. We keep expanding the spread of consciousness. Um, but I think that each time that I've leveled up, like my business and my art, um, it's also gotten tricky a bit because there's also, you know, new layers of adversity with, with each level up. Um, and I, you know, there's obviously that quote, like with new, new levels, new doubles, each new level has a new double, this and that. Um, and you know, that's true for sure. Um, but it's like, I don't see it exactly as that, like a quote unquote double. I think it is a, a diversity of, you know, blocks and, um, lower level people who don't, you know want positive or good people to kind of move forward um but 
But yeah, I think that the philosophy of stuck really keeps me grounded and really keeps me going because since the beginning, um, I remember in college printing on a silkscreen t-shirt the the um, with the tagline, what's your focus? And that was really kind of how it started. And that just always, you know, reminds me and tunes me back in myself. Like, what is your focus, right? Like, what are you focusing on right now? Like, are you focusing on too many external things out there? Or are you focusing on yourself and your own internal level up and your own internal self-love? Um, and I think that, you know, what we focus on obviously grows, expands, um, can thrive. And so I always have the ability to tap back into myself and I'm so thankful for Stuck Designs you know for being this like foundation for me to tap back into so it has been the so it has been the biggest pleasure getting to tap back in with you guys so I think because of everything that I've you know uh, that I've been through in along this journey um in in my past in the ups and downs and like the toxic relationships that I've had and toxic jobs and this and that you know I've really had to learn how to um just stop abandoning myself and to really just be for myself and walk for myself completely and to hold the frequency of my most authentic high self consistently and you know that hasn't been easy it's been a real doozy of a walk like you know some definitely some black mirror stuff has happened that I can't really even describe or explain but I kind of sometimes go into those details on my patreon <laughs> but um I think that you know it is important to know that this this journey is a doozy and it, it is not a linear journey and I think that we as a society don't talk about like how absolutely freaking insane life is and like how random fucking shit can just happen and throw you completely down on the ground on down to your knees and like you don't know what you're gonna do next but somehow you are just expected to get back up and and then you know depending on what kind of family you have you either have support for doing that or maybe family like mine that tends to just like kind of kick you when you're still down and you have to build up that strength and affirmations within yourself to be able to keep getting back up and I think that no matter you know what background we come from you know we all have to find ways to get back up and um self-love is the reminder to get back up but there are so many like you know things that we can actually do to do that because in our minds you know even like when you're feeling down or depressed it's like your mind wants to get up right like you want to do fun things right but it's like something won't let you something can't let you the resistance is too hard and um yeah, just hardened. And I think that, you know, when we use tools like the stuck um, manifestation journal or like our coloring books or um, like the art kits, um, when we can use our hands and use grounding tools and tips, um, like we talk about in our episode of um, 17 ways, you know, you can ground um, and center during these times. I think that when we actively can do these practices, then things really shift and change for us. Um, yeah like like I don't think I ever thought that I would you know be in this place where I can finally be free of all of the you know um yeah anger pent-up anger I've felt for like past you know relationships that didn't end the way that I particularly wanted or particular you know jobs that I lost or opportunities maybe that you know I lost or didn't 
work out the exact way that you know in my mind I had pictured but I think that it's it's such a beautiful place to be able to get to when you can um see over the horizon and see the beautiful like sunrise of, of, of possibilities because you can see everything clearly as a lesson finally you know and um so I'm also just on here to remind you guys of that because you know um it's it sometimes the road the walk seems dark it seems like you don't know like your way out you, you can't you know find your way out but like you know storms always pass storms always end and I think you know when we can really remember to be calm um, no matter what the external circumstances we're being faced with and being calm and grounded in self-love, um, then I think we have the power to move through so much more than we think we can. Um, and I, yeah, it's been hard for me to figure out how to kind of verbalize like the space I'm at, um, you know, with you guys, but I do want to, you know, I want to keep updating you guys on my journey and, and, and where I am in my walk. Um, because I want you guys to share with us like where you are in your walk and um, to feel free to be open and honest um, and uh, comment and communicate with us too. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm at a real, real unique place of peace. Um, maybe sometimes a peace that passes all understanding, but just like really in peace and love with myself. And it's amazing feeling to like look at this old journal, you know, that I started in 2008 and then like look at this journal that I have in front of me right now, which is, you know, in 2022 and just to see the growth and the difference and that I wrote that I literally had no idea, you know, where, how to love myself or where I can begin. And now I sit here, you know, in full and complete um, self-love, you know, able to, I've, I've taken myself off um, antidepressants. I've, you know, I just have a really solid routine of, of waking up around six and meditating and um, praying and doing yoga and then writing in my stuck manifestation journal and then I start uh, drawing and sketching for the day sketchbook going to my paintings maybe some nonprofit work but it's really like everything is just flowing for me um the workflow and um and community as well has been really great I've been um connecting up with people offline a lot more just um just because, you know, Stuck has had strange attack things happen on our Instagram and, um, and you know, we're blocked from connecting in the way that we really want to connect. Um, but yeah, I've been blessed to, you know, connect with some beautiful souls at my co-working space and I've been loving going there. Um, I had a podcast interview the other day, actually, from a guy who does, um, he, it's a mental health podcast um run by a black man and he interviews mostly black men i was the first black woman so that was really interesting and it's so exciting to just see this evolution of people that are finally ready to start having these conversations and not only to have start having these conversations but start to build community and connection you know around having these conscious conversations about mental health and self-love and advocacy and um and doing good in the world and envisioning better and brighter for the world, um, especially from an artistic standpoint. So 
Ah, I just feel so, I feel very renewed. I feel very grounded. I feel very happy to be here. I feel very happy to, and blessed to be talking to all of you. There are more pods to come, more solo episodes coming out soon. Um, and I hope you guys are doing so well. We just as a little housekeeping, some little housekeeping updates. Um, we are still shadow banned on Instagram, um, you know, our page is still being hated on a little bit but we are still very much active please visit our website um join our patreon where we you know have more in-depth talks can really you know go in on details that maybe we can't really externally talk about within um you know on social media platforms and and really go in on self-love and mental health content. Um, so I encourage you all to uh, encourage you to take a class, take an art class, take a drawing class, take a little hardest class, um, take whatever class inspires you within our Patreon. We would love to have you. Uh, Color for a cause if you feel inspired to get involved with us and our initiative. Uh, you can purchase a coloring book on stuckdesigns.org or print out a page um, to color in on on our website. Um, if you just click the Color for a Cause tab, it'll take you right there. So yeah, join our community and um, we just want you to know how loved you are, how blessed you are, how holy you are, how enough you are. You are always more than enough. You were born more than enough. Enoughness is your birthright. You got this. You are powerful. You are limitless. You are phenomenal. You are a genius. And we are thankful to have you. Have a beautiful day, night, evening, wherever you are. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. You can visit our website, www.stackdesigns.org to shop our merch, make donations, join our blogging team, or be a part of our affiliate program. See you in our next episode. Love and light from us to you.